All right, we are here with another episode of Barbie Does Dating. Let me apologize in advance for my voice <coughs> as I am getting over a cold, so now you won't be able to figure out which one of us is a man. <laughs> no, I think they can We all it. sound like boys now. It's going to be great. <laughs> so hi, I'm your host, Barbie. This is my co-host, Steve Solberg. Actually, this is Barbie. And... <laughs> I do have a cold. And, you know what's uh, sad is if you heard me in the morning, that's literally exactly what I sound like. <laughs> I have had it where my own sister has called me in the morning and I answered, she's all, is Barbara there? And I'm like, oh, hi. hi. I sound like a boy. And as always, sage wisdom giver, Mr. Nick Galetti. Hola. By the way, I wanted to ask you, do you think, close your eyes, do you think Steve sounds like Kevin Bacon? Say something, Steve. Say, so, I want to uh, be footloose. Everybody, everybody, let's dance. <laughs> there are no, times you have a deeper voice than Kevin Bacon. I I don't listen to Kevin Bacon very often. I I heard Kevin Bacon the other day on the X Men movie or whatever he's in, and I was like, "Gosh, that sounds like Steve." Did you think it sounded like him? I thought so. Yeah. Sometimes I think we have a same somewhat accent. I don't know where he's from, and not that I, I even have an that. accent, but sometimes I have a little bit of a lazy way of speaking. I think maybe we'll cut in a clip. I think we should. Of, of Kevin Bacon. That there is a time to every purpose under heaven. A time to laugh and a time to weep. A time to mourn. And there is a time to dance. <laughs> I like it. I like it. For those of you who don't know what Steve looks like, Steve looks like Kevin Bacon or Mark Wahlberg. Chuck Woolery. Oh, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Mark Wahlberg. Wow. He I, does. He's been getting that I a lot get that lately. that a lot. Um, yeah. That's all right. Yeah. It's yeah. not a bad thing. Yeah, whenever I work out. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm so the, swole, I totally look like him. Oh, you're so swole. The line is, uh, <laughs> you look like Mark Wahlberg if he never worked out. <laughs> that's, what some, that's what somebody told me. Oh, that's like, good. Like, thank Thanks, you? rude that's person. <laughs> so what's our theme today? So our theme today is we are going to be talking about the holidays and how the holidays can be a struggle for single people. And so I kind of wanted to talk about that. Because I was thinking about it the other day, like I think as a single person, I think especially women, I don't know if guys feel this way, but maybe it's the whole Hallmark movie thing. But as Christmas starts to approach, I see all these fun things to do in December that would be so much better with a significant other that in my mind, I'm like, oh, it'd be so fun to go to Temple Square and look at the lights and hold hands with somebody and go take a carriage ride and do all of these things. Where, honestly, if I was married, I don't know that my spouse would even want to do those things. <laughs> but <laughs> he might be like, please stop trying to make me a Hallmark movie guy. Um, but I know that it can get super, super lonely. And I kind of just wanted to talk about things that you can do to keep that depression from coming in and hitting so hard and things like that. Steve, do you have any initial thoughts? Um, I mean, you know that uh, just from our conversations, I am one of those people. And I maybe am mm -hmm. a little bit more girly in my... Uh, what romantic. I like to do. He's romantic. And what I like romantic. to do. Which is funny because I'm learning that Steve's actually quite the romantic and I am not very romantic. So I feel like I... Oh I'm... yeah, we talked about poetry <laughs> the other day. Steve asked the other wow. day, like, do you think girls would like it if I wrote poetry to them in some sort of context? Well, what was it? It, it was uh, because we were watching the movie Knight's Tale. And oh. in Knight's Tale, Heath Ledger writes his... The girl that he's into, the princess, yeah. poetry, and she swoons like yeah. crazy. And I was like, would you guys swoon if a guy wrote you poetry? <laughs> Barbie is a no. <laughs> Cowboy poetry? Barbie is a hardcore no. Barbie does not like 
poetry and I don't like things like that. But the other girls that were there were all like, oh, that sounds wonderful. I love a rose is red. <laughs> but um, have you I'm, done it before? Have you tried uh, it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I How haven't done uh, poetry that's been very romantic. I've done more goofy. Oh, okay. And I think that's different. And it's uh, different. It's almost always accepted with the, I forgot that you did that. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I think they read it and oh. go, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, these are freaking good, <laughs> spun. <laughs> Like, I'm putting this in my act. Yarns or whatever. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> they yeah. don't care. They, they, I don't think it's ever been loved. One I, girl liked it. Once. I used to try the poetry thing. Like I thought, oh, if I memorize it and then I make it this spontaneous moment where I start reciting it, maybe they'll think I'm smart and romantic and all this. Never happened. Oh, man. <laughs> never never pulled it off. I was thinking it as you were telling me you were doing it. No. I was like, that is smart and romantic. Well, I just never tried it. <laughs> mm. I, I guess I... Have no basis to see if it works or not, but mm. maybe I picked the wrong poems. Maybe I picked Lord Byron, which can be a little saucy. I think <laughs> I don't know Lord Byron, so oh well, there you go. He's saucy, yeah, oh, apparently yeah. it's saucy. Yeah, I am just I am not a very romantic person. Like I was telling Steve, like romance to me, something that would like mean something to me is if I'm in a relationship with someone and they left me a post-it note that said something funny but sweet. Like, but what's wrong with poetry? Is it just does it feel fake? I I think it's I don't know. heartfelt, honestly. I, again, I am the 1% of girls that acts like this. I, I think, think it's think because you, it's... I don't think you are. I don't think she is either. And I think the note, the post-it note, it would be better yeah. received by most girls than a poem. And I think it's because it puts some pressure mm-hmm. where you can tell this is maybe something that there's been some effort put in. And uh, for some reason, I think sometimes people get nervous. When they're like, they're trying. Yeah. And I didn't try. <laughs> well, you put them on something. the spot. Like, you now have to either declare your love for me. It's like a you're you're making them respond yeah. to it. I mean, there's no just, thank you, after you're done with the poem. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. it needs to be, wow, that was amazing. You opened your heart up to me. Yeah. Or it's going to be like rejection city. I think I just actually have a lot of, I, I, I have a really hard time with intimacy. In that way, like it's why one of the reasons I don't make eye contact, and it's one of it's the too vulnerable. Uh, yeah, it is, and so I think maybe them like Barbie's doing looking something. At the floor right now, by yeah, the way. she's like, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> it's one of the reasons. Steve, I I've told like you my it. secret about eye contact, didn't I? Secret. No. It's not my secret. We'll tell everybody because everybody thinks I make eye contact, but I don't. I look at the spot right between your oh, nose that's and your lips. Right. Yeah. And you so didn't tell me that. people are like, "What color are my eyes?" I have no idea. I have literally no idea. Because I hate making eye contact. So holiday poems out. Out. Yes. Probably probably a low low probability of success. It also depends on how long you've been in a relationship with this person. Like if we're talking about first date, no, that's that's weird. Stop yeah, that. For yeah, for sure. Stop that. But yeah. what, what else have what's been a holiday success for you guys? What went well? Okay, you're gonna laugh. I've never dated anyone during the holidays. Ever. Really? Never. So here's what I have found through most of my guy friends and I hate to say research I've done, but (laughs) most guys I know will not start dating someone between Thanksgiving and Valentine's Day. Too much pressure? Too much pressure, too much, we have to get each other a Mm. gift, and then Valentine's Day comes and blah, 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 blah. Most guys I know will not go on, like, will not start dating someone between that time. 
Steve's nodding. His I, head. I nodded. Yeah, and I I read that there's research that supports that actually. Yeah. That it's not just that it's not word successful or it's just not happening. Most people in general, men and women, kind of shut down dating until about spring. Yep. Which sounds so like what are we freaking a Bambi movie? <laughs> and we are. Well, I got engaged. Twitter in the spring. I got engaged in December. Most people do, but you were dating her before Thanksgiving. That's right. You didn't have pressure until. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but just starting asking someone out on a date, I don't understand. Explain to me the ignorant married guy on why you're so scared. What's so scary about it? I would be fine going on a date. I feel like there's a lot of pressure to make things very Hallmark movie romantic, in my opinion. Like a first date with someone. So if someone someone, did it and fulfilled your expectations, that would be still weird? Well, it just depends because what if I'm not into the guy? What if it's like a first date where I'm just like exploring and he takes me on this great romantic adventure that I don't appreciate or makes me feel weird? See, this is where I get into overthinking. But it's not like I have guys beating down my door right now like, I would like to take you on this romantic date and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's not happening. There is pressure with the—there's— chance of meeting family there's chance of meeting and and i don't think that's something that we should shy away from but our culture definitely does okay when people go did you meet their parents who cares yeah yeah you can meet my parents but for some reason it feels like it's and and i know that there's people who will listen to this and go did you meet your parents and there's people who will go no way no way are you meeting my parents Uh that early on in our relationship yeah i could i could actually care less but other people could huh. will care a ton, and there's cultural precedent for that. I, so you're I've saying got parents on the first date? I don't care. Really? I like parents. Parents like me. Cool. Let's meet. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> but you you're talking about having a relationship versus dating. Are those two different things in this conversation? Um, yes. Maybe it's just because neither of us are in relationships, so I always just think of like the first three dates all the time. All right. I don't know. So starting a relationship is bad during the holidays, but just going on a date is okay? I'd be open to it. Like, I'd even be open to I think starting it, a relationship, but... Oh, yeah, I would as well. I think I think it's because uh, the holidays are filled with so many things where there's just a little bit of an extra layer. So mm-hmm. say I take somebody to a work party. they It's not my date. It is automatically assumed that this is whom I am dating. Got yes, it. Yes, Correct. And so, it's, so the expectations make it really scary. Mm-hmm. It can just make it more complicated than it needs to be for a first few dates kind of situation. Fair enough. You feel funny explaining to your coworkers. You're like, I'm actually still struggling to remember her name as well. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't say we just met because then it feels like she was rented for the night. But yeah, really you want to make her feel special. <laughs> Like, I don't. Yeah. I didn't want to come alone, so I just found this girl outside. <laughs> she says she likes fries. I don't know. Whatever well, they're serving. For me, as a woman, like being single, I tend to take my single girlfriends with me to a lot of things. But, but there that's have a been, safety net kind well, of thing. I would prefer to take a guy with me, but a lot so of times, like there, there are times that I didn't have a lot of guy friends in my life or whatever it was. Like I would prefer to take a guy friend with me, but a lot of times I was taking a female friend with me, and then having to explain to all of my coworkers that I'm not a lesbian. Like that's great. <laughs> <laughs> One of my best friends is. I don't care, but I'm like, no, I'm not. But this yeah. is just my friend, and they're like, why didn't you bring a boy? And it's just like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Um, maybe that's been one of the nice things about the last couple of years not having holiday work parties to go to and things like that because there's no worries. Man. But it can get super, super lonely. And I think it's because of 
the expectation that we put into the holidays. I think everyone yeah. wants the holidays, even like people with kids. I think they put this whole pressure on the kids have to have this magical experience and it I has do. to be, yeah. And it has to be something they're going to remember for the rest of their lives when in truth, they're really not going to remember that. They're going to remember like the traditions that you guys have and things like that. So I kind of wanted to read something because we wanted to talk about getting rid of the depression, keeping it before it gets off. I'm not making a lot of sense. I'm on a lot of cold medicine. Um, <laughs> one of the things that I read, though, that I loved, it just said, what can you do during the holidays? And it said, first, you need to remember being single is not a disease. It's often a choice, sometimes a better choice than being with someone you don't want to be with. If being single were a defect and a sign that you were inferior, then you would have to think that every person who is married was once defective. They became worthwhile when they married another defective single person. Absurd. People are people, not defects. Being single is a situation, not a moral failure. I don't know. I really liked that. That's really well said. Yeah. yeah I agree with that. And uh, Good job, random blog post that I found I today. disagree. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're a piece of crap. No. <laughs> there, and so I thought that was something that's really important to remember, though, is, you know, there's nothing wrong with you because you're single. Yeah, and I, I love that they set it up just that way where it's it's not— sometimes I think we tend to compare everything. The, yeah. The, and uh, and it's, it's you're a person, and that is a value, and that is the bottom line. Mm -hmm. It's not you're— valuable because you're with someone else or you're va or yeah. you're not or the other way around or the other way around you know yeah let um, me ask you a question because yeah. i think some of the expectations we talked about before and this whole you're a person conversation you mm -hmm. know would you say that the need to say this statement comes from any type of pressure from family from society like why do you have to reinforce that statement that there's nothing wrong with you i mean to me that sounds like a weird thing to need to assert to someone. So we actually had this conversation with a group of our friends the other day when we went out about when people come up and ask you the question of why are you single? And single people tend to take it almost as an insult. They get very defensive about it. When in truth, I think it's more the person is actually thinking, I can't believe someone hasn't snatched you up because you're fantastic. And so I think we automatically tend to be on the defensive. Yeah, I think it's human nature. Yeah. Just to be very defensive and then to assume the worst, I think our brains love to be able to just try to imagine we're great prediction machines. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then uh, and then the truth is, it's like, no, you're always assuming like this freaking final destination, horrible scenario that's yeah. never going to happen. Yeah. Well, so like, maybe. Do you guys feel like, I don't know, is it a catch-22 when you go to a family function during the holidays? Is it a, if I don't have someone, they're going to give me a hard time for not having someone? Or if I do... There's just going to be too big of an expectation that it's a serious relationship. Do is, you have a family like that? I do not. I, I do know not they either. exist, but my family's not that way at all. Okay. Mine isn't either in any way, shape, or form. Like, if anything, most of my cousins and stuff that come see me, seem like they know me mostly from Facebook, and they'll be like, wow, you're having so much fun, and you get to do this, and I'm envious, and I think it's great. Like, I never have people come up to me like, why aren't you married? That, I that's good. I, I've heard stories, like so that. that's why yeah. I ask. Like, because again, that statement that you read, there has to be a reason that mm -hmm. you reinforce that message. And I'm curious where that's being eroded. Why? Why is that something that needs to be said? I think it's an important thing to say always. And Just I don't period. know that saying it like it's mm -hmm. being eroded because I think it's like one of those things that's almost 
like testimony a little bit where it's like you're gonna have to always remember that okay and even though you learn it once doesn't mean you got it yeah and so i think you have to always kind of so maybe sometimes it's just in yourself like you start to feel that way i think so well especially when most of society i mean granted in the church definitely more most people are married by the time they're 30 and have family so as we're getting up here like i'm 38 i know a lot of people like i'm looking at it as hey, I probably have another year or two to have a baby, you know, like. Oh, I see. So it's not that I'm a failure by any means, but it's just like, okay, that portion of my life that I thought was going to happen this way that 99% of other people are experiencing, I that is not looking like it's going to happen for me. And I think sometimes it's easy just to be like, it's because I'm a loser and it's because I'm awful and nobody wants to be with me. When in truth, I don't think that's actually the case at all. It's just that isn't the plan that ended up happening for me. It's funny because you, you talk about 38 like you got a walker. And <laughs> <laughs> I actually feel super, super young. I say like, ditch the walker, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Not, not I'm just going to throw it on out of here. <laughs> no, I actually don't feel old by any means. Like I know a lot of people that are like, oh, I'm 30. Like my roommate just turned 31 and I thought she was going to have a nervous breakdown because she's like having to go into mid-single. She's having a really hard time with it. And I'm like, I'm not even 40 yet. Like. I'm but are the holidays another year's past? Is it like because it's such a big deal that it starts to accumulate at some point? Like another year passed and I'm not married. I could see that. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people have that as a goal. Where yeah. Like, to get married I, by the next Christmas kind of thing? I, I think to, to be in a relationship or okay. something like that sure. or, or to have that part of their life kind of checked off. Did you say it was Halloween from Halloween on? If you don't have a date, it's Thanksgiving. kind of— Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. Thanksgiving. So Halloween. Thanksgiving is the de- the deadline. It's kind of the deadline. Halloween's your opportunity. Really, <laughs> really go out there and find. You that better person. be a heck of a sexy kitty, <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen. Gentlemen, man, if I was looking for that guy that was the sexy kitty, that's <laughs> what I'm looking for. Oh, yeah. I was like, who can do it? Who can do a good rare. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the big push is in Halloween time to, to Thanksgiving. That's the big dating push. And then after that, you're just in the, the desert. You're in the relationship yeah. desert well, I, until springtime. I think one of the things, so I posted on Facebook today, like, what are things you do to keep yourself from being lonely during the holidays? What are things? And one of the things that we I kept hearing that I've personally adopted is have a tight-knit friend circle that you invite to do a lot of things with because there have been a lot of years where I'm like, oh, I really want to go on this horse-drawn sleigh, but, oh, it'd be so much better if I was with a boyfriend or if I was with this, and so I'm not doing it. And this year especially, I'm like, I'm doing a crap ton of stuff. Like, poor Steve, I, like, inundated him with all this stuff. Like, here's everything I'm doing in December. You should come. We're going to have a group of friends, <laughs> you, and we're going to dragging you along? There is a horse-drawn carriage thing, and I'm super excited <laughs> about super it. super excited about it. I've never been a twinkle on a horse-drawn sleigh. Yeah, I am not dragging him along. He is willingly coming along on fun activities, aren't you? Say it. Say you're coming along willingly. See, right? <laughs> I'm behind Say the horse now. on one of those like Walmart saucers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to be here. I didn't want to be here. No way. It'll be awesome. It's going to be fun. But yeah. like we had a group of friends over to decorate the tree and just kind of things like that. That's one of the biggest things that you can do is... Don't be alone. Don't be alone. And don't discount going to things because you're not in a relationship. Yes, finger. And and I'll add, uh, yeah, don't, don't be alone. But also, even if you are alone, sometimes there's circumstances yeah. where you're not going to get out. I say use the holidays to your advantage. Be like, okay, so I am by myself and I'm going to do service. Yeah. 
Do something where you're going to reach out to people around you, connect with people, Mm -hmm. or even if you can't, try to do service that'll eventually connect to people. Yeah. And I think that is a huge thing. I'm saying it. I know I can do better on it. I've done service at the holidays. (laughs) I think everybody has, but I think there's way more room in my life for more of that. Yeah. Go around and be a Kevin Bacon impersonator. You should. For the Make-A-Wish people. Yeah, exactly. Because kids know him. Kids are always saying, for my Make-A-Wish, I want to meet Kevin Bacon. I want to meet Kevin Bacon. That's a pretty common Make-A-Wish. That's pretty common. Or the the unworked out Mark Wahlberg. Kevin Bacon and ask him some questions. You, you got a bunch of stuff from Facebook, didn't you? I did. I had a, quite yeah, a few people talk. respond. You guys chat for a second while I pull it up. No, I'm not going to do that. Okay. <laughs> Don't tell me Nick, what to yeah, do. I will you dressed tell up you what nice to do. today. Well, yeah, I, I had to fill out some paperwork for my new job. I think oh. all of us are actually looking quite snazzy today. Wow. I Look have at that to leather say, jacket even. I know. Shoot. Today's Matching my leather shoes. jacket day. Steve's looking quite handsome. I put on makeup. I did Watch my out. hair. Watch crazy. Out. I wore the jeans that uh, Barbie has a friend who is a stylist. Are those the jeans? Ben Beal. Yeah. Ben is amazing. And these are the jeans that Ben oh, recommended. I'm not going to model them because I'm embarrassed. But. <laughs> You're going to model them after. Yeah. I may take a video. Yeah, we're going to put this up. So a lot of the stuff people talked in here, service just comes up over and over again. Mm. Obviously, that's a good thing. I think, especially as members of the church, that it's important to remember that Almost all the people in our ward are feeling the same way that we do and invite other people, like find the other lonely people and guess what? You make a group and you have fun and you get together. I think some people might be worried that that just becomes like a cluster of loneliness instead of camaraderie. I'm a little cautious anymore about there are some people I won't invite to things like I'll get to know them and I'm like, oh, you're a Debbie Downer. You're going to rain on my joy. So I'm a little cautious about who I invite to things. Um, but one of my friends, oh, go ahead. And I like that. I don't, I'm just mm-hmm. going to stop you because, well, this is just something that I've been thinking about lately. And so when you, cause I don't know why I'm pointing at you so hard. <laughs> Look at Barbie, Listen. everybody on the, on the audio thing. <laughs> but I think that's healthy to be able mm-hmm. to go, eh, it's cause it's. I, healthy gonna, to avoid he- Debbie Downers? To, yeah, a little bit. And I know that sounds harsh on this thing, but Jerk. but where you're, Barbie's <laughs> taking care of herself Maybe. first. Yeah. And it's very love thy neighbor as thyself. And it's like, you got to love yourself first. If you're like, that person doesn't make me feel happy. I no not, problem. I am not going to spend my <laughs> They don't have to be a part time. of it. Yeah. And they don't have to be. And that's okay. So one of the things one of my friends brought up was she said, I love visiting my friends with little kids and doing Christmas things with them, like decorate cookies, et cetera. Since I don't have a family of my home of my own, I go use other families. And I actually think this is brilliant because being an aunt is like one of the best things in the world. And I love going, planning an activity, taking her kids, and then I go away. It's great. I don't have to put them to bed. <laughs> if they start having a tantrum, I just up. disappear. It's amazing. But I think that's a way for us to kind of get that amazing holiday happiness without having a family of our own. When you go and actually have your friends, because I have several friends or family members that have little kids, I go and kind of like kidnap them or, hey, Aunt Barbara's coming over, we're going to make Russian donuts. And then we get to do those fun things, but then I can go away and still have my happy single time where I get to sleep in until 10 o'clock in the morning and no one can say anything. I got to stop you. No. What are Russian donuts? Yes, what are Russian donuts? I've never heard of this. (laughs) This thing, why? We just call them donuts where I live. (laughs) I used to have two Russian roommates, and we would celebrate 
Russian New Year in January. And so one year we did it and I was like, oh, I'm going to make something. And I went online and found this thing called Russian donuts and I made them and they were delicious. And both of my Russian roommates went, we've never had these before in our life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are so they? They're like, they're like basically. Are they like smaller they're, eh. and go on a string? Is no. that, I feel like on that's a, a Russian string. thing. That, Does that no. sound? sounds like a party game. We eat ours. Yeah. But, never mind. But that's cool. <laughs> I didn't say that. Um, <laughs> no, so they're like regular donuts, but one of the main ingredients in them is Russian cheese. But I can't get Russian cheese unless I go to a specialty place. So I put ricotta in it. And then you deep fry it and then you put powdered sugar on it. They're amazing. I will make them quite soon, actually. Russian All cheese. Right, so my nephews, every time I come over, they're like, are you making the Russian donuts? What's and the I'm, real name? Because Russian donuts sounds kind of I don't of know. Silly. I don't know. <laughs> I don't speak Russian. <laughs> but it was funny that now that's a tradition. Like with my nephews, they love when I make these Russian donuts all the time. Hmm. But so. so that's one thing. I guess this is kind of a downer. I want you guys to Goody. please remember um, the divorced men at the holidays. Just the divorced men. Yeah. The reason is... Men that are have gone through a divorce, you need to understand that they are going to have a harder time at the holidays probably than anyone else. The reason is they have gone from a family unit where they got to see their kids every day to now they're going to be lucky if they see their kids once a week. And not having their kids at the holidays and having that normal thing is really, really hard. Um, suicide is actually very, very prevalent in the single men unit, especially in the church, because They've lost all of that, and a lot of times it's at no fault of their own. I know a lot of men that there was no reason. They did not contribute to the divorce. And so I don't mean to make this kind of a downer thing, but please reach out to men that you know that are divorced and have lost that family unit because they need our support more than ever. So there you go. Cool. We'll bring the donuts. Yes, bring the Russian donuts. <laughs> they hey. would love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, men are easy to cheer up. So, they are. Russian donuts. Russian yeah, donuts. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Why you both said you won't date in the holidays? Why won't you just buck up and try it anyway? Let Let me be clear: men are not asking me out. <laughs> like, well, who are these men that are that I'm turning down? <laughs> and I don't know. Did we say that? But I thought you guys said, said that, that during most, during Thanksgiving to spring most people, is like, or most men won't date during the holidays. Okay, it's common to not see that. Uh, that seems like I a think, lost uh, opportunity to me. No, I mean I'm, I'll I'll date during the holidays and stuff like that. I I don't uh, I don't put a kibosh on it at all. Okay, but I think it's um, people feel extra pressure. Mm -hmm. People f get depressed yeah. very easily because you feel like you're missing out on. But isn't a relationship. dating a remedy to that? In some it ways, it should be. But it's those layers of of what you're scared of, and and so mm -hmm. the, I guess that's part of it is to just like let go of all that. So a girl that I just barely started dating, and you'll feel how intense this is. I just barely started dating her. It's Christmas. We both have families. What are we going to do? Do we stay at home and continue dating each other? Or I had taken her on two dates. But you're in a relationship with her? Are you at that point? Not really. I wanted to be. Oh, then you're mm -hmm. safe. She didn't want to be yet, but I, I definitely wanted well, to that, be. That's communications happening. You know where you're yeah, at. Yeah, but what I'd do you do, good. though? What do you do? Do we both stay at home at Christmas? Just ask her. Just ask her what she wants. Be upfront. Single people think, seriously, you guys think that want. there's some secret formula? <laughs> Honesty is the secret formula. You're right. Just, just say it. Yeah. And if, if you have to play a game, it's not building trust. You're, you're trying to navigate a minefield. Just be honest and yeah. say it. 
You're absolutely right. That's it's that's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. Well, it, it was hard. So what I did is I said I want to go home for Christmas, but I want you to go home for Christmas too. So will you go with me on a road trip? And we're gonna visit your parents, and we're gonna visit my parents. Yeah. And what'd she say? She said yes, and well, we did. You won, and I fantastic. and it was fantastic. We ended up dating for about a year. Nice. And it was it was great. But there there are people who will hear that and go, oh, <laughs> "We're meeting her parents, my parents. We've been dating for two weeks. We're driving in the car together yeah. for ten hours." And then there's pressure, 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 pressure. And I think the you're you're absolutely right, though. The answer is just be honest. Yeah, and, 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 and don't honest, make it a big deal if it doesn't happen. That's right. Because you're not there yet, and that's okay. Something else. Oh, please. That made me think. So you said, I mean, what's what's the harm? Go on a date. Yeah. Da, 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 do all this stuff. I've been trying to put myself out there. And look at me. I've been on three dates in the last, like, Well, get off FarmersOnly.com. No. <laughs> I will, actually, I have deleted all my dating apps right now. Right. Okay, we'll go into that another time. <laughs> um, so I've been on three separate dates in the last couple weeks. And I've been like, yes, okay, I'm so excited. And I have to say afterwards, because I didn't have a connection with these people, they were good people, fine, all of that. I actually felt lonelier after the date because it was like, oh, yeah, I forgot what it's like to go and not connect with someone. And so for me, I would probably, now that I think about it, I would probably shy away from first dates in this holiday season because I don't want to feel worse about it. I'd rather be with my group of friends that I really enjoy being with than trying to explore a date. Again, that just might be Barbie running away from intimacy and <laughs> all of that fun stuff. But I'm just saying that is something that I've really struggled with recently. I think I agree. I think there's so much when we talk about this with dating that's yeah. vulnerability that's very hard to do. And it's hard when every aspect of your life is putting you in that spot. And the holidays adds some stuff to that. So if you can provide some safe space for you, just go for it. I think that's fine. I yeah, think that's the way to do it. Allow yourself some safe space. And but if a guy asks you out for the holidays, you should go. There we go. And the Facebook people all echoed. Go they do really some did. service. Yeah, service, 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 service. Make it a service date. Yeah. Ooh. And go then do a date. Take that's a, a killer take your idea. Date on a serv- that way, if it doesn't work out, actually, that's genius. Then you're good. Yeah. That's a way good idea. That is actually genius. I love that idea. We should go on service dates anyways. Yeah. Yeah, we should. I actually think that's kind of fantastic. Maybe that's what we'll do as a next big group date. There you go. Okay, we will wrap it up from there. (laughs) I hope everybody has fantastic holidays. Don't be sad that you're alone. It's okay to be alone. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with us. And if you are, call Barbie. And if you are, call Barbie. She'll swing by. You can come over and we'll hang out by my tree and watch the... Make some wassail. (laughs) And figure out how to spell it (laughs) and say it. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Barbie Does Dating. We will see you guys next time.